This is Lancel Lannister, and you're listening to the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbossa. Oh, yeah. Gotta knock the dust off of this thing for a while. Is it a USFL fantasy football podcast? No. Is it your college football spring game podcast? No. There's only one thing that it could possibly be at this time of year, and that's... That's right, the 2022 NFL Draft is upon us, and depending on what team you root for, it is or is not the most important day of the year. And speaking as a recovering Browns fan, I know that this can be the most important day of the year, and fortunately... For the last couple years, the Browns haven't had to care much about what's going on in the draft, and it feels pretty good to me, although who knows what's going to happen with the Browns. Who knows what's going to happen with Baker Mayfield. No hard time, no hard feelings, bro, but you know what's going on. So there you go. Fantasy football ferocity. Draft spectacular, and if you're going to be talking fantasy football draft, you're going to be talking NFL football, we're going to have to bring him out of his hibernation and get him back on the microphone because he's America's commissioner. He knows what every pick in the draft, he knows whether or not you're going to get sucked in by these guys or those guys, and it is the most important day of his year because he's a Jets fan, and the Jets have four picks in the first two rounds. Mishy! Mr. Kubasa, America. The hype about Mishy, of course, is for real. The hype about this draft day. Simply put, y'all, day one of the season... Draft night begins. It's how we start putting our fantasy football programs together. The angst of my Jets, the angst of the Cleveland Browns, all goes away. Who's going to do what? What's going to do who? What suit are you wearing? What time is the Weezer concert? Can I get to the Bellagio in time? And it's going to be amazing made-for-TV draft spectacular 
I want to talk about fantasy football as always and how day one, the draft, Mr. Kilbasa, and how we move forward and what we look for as we build our teams and as the Jets continue to rebuild. I have a few things to say about it. I will talk about all the O-linemen. I will not talk about the D-linemen too much. Teams will look to improve Mr. Kibasa and all that stuff will be rounds one, two, three, four, five, and six. But it's the draft and it's the beginning. It's the new beginning. How'd your fantasy football team end up last year, Mr. Kibasa? I was the Now, for those of us without auto-tune, what did you say there, Mr. Kilbasa? You can call me Champ Kilbasa. That's right. Champ Kilbasa. Champ Kilbasa. There are guys coming and going, and it's going to be a new year. And if you try and chase last year's championship, you're going to be gravely disappointed. And I'll tell you what, Mr. Kilbasa. As my fantasy football season waned and petered out through injuries, I uh, I salute you for following through and getting your championship. Thank and you. everyone out there listening. And everyone out, out there who got theirs, there you go. And people like me, listen, you either come back or you don't come back. You come back strong or you stay on the sidelines, get fat and old. You what spent you your time do? with your cheek on the linoleum. You spent your time with your forehead on the porcelain. You went and got this <laughs> off-season surgery. Now you're just starting up uh, that rotation exercises. You haven't thrown a ball yet. You maybe done a little cone cone things here and there, working on the agility. We got a long way to go, Mishy. But this you is got a long way to go. As a New York Jets fan, as we all know, you are got to be. As much as you don't want to admit it, this could be the weekend where everything changes for Joe Namus football jets. Listen, it's the 2020s. It might even be 2022 for all I know. And for the rest of the decade, let's have the Jets be a dominant football team along with them Miami Dolphins. Let it start. Let it continue to grow. The Jets pick number four, four, four. And uh, the world wants uh, a defensive-minded coach to take a defensive player. Oh, God. And, and of course, uh, that would be the Jet move to fall, you know, head over heels with a guy who already has $10 million in name, image, and likeness. And that would be the Jets' biggest mistake. The Jets are going to take the biggest offensive lineman on the board. They better. And and they're not going to think twice about it. And for the second pick, when they pick at number 10, I want Roger Goodell to get booed, of course. And with the second pick, we have a trade. Oh, no. And, with, and I want the Jets not to go find a wide receiver they, you know, and chase fantasy points. We can talk about these guys, but it depends where they go. I want the Jets to go make a trade with the 49ers and bring Mr. Debo in. Have you followed the drama of one Debo Samuel, Mr. Gilbasa, in America? 
Well, Debo kicked ass all the way around the NFL last year. I do not know what's going on with him right now. Are you telling me that he wants out of San Fran where they just they fed him as much as he wanted to be fed? Debo Debo was the number two fantasy wide receiver last year. Number two. And he did not like running and uh, being a running back all the time. He did not enjoy that. Hmm. As part of his, uh, not everyone is Cordell Patterson of the Atlanta Falcons. And Debo says, listen, fellas, I don't like this. And they said, that's all right. You're going to be, you know, this is the play we're running. You're going to play. Brandon Ayuk was one big headache last year. Jimmy Garoppolo was busy making the subway commercials while his shoulder was hurt with his mother saying, he's not the brightest boy. It's good that he's good looking. And Debo's looking around saying, Shanahan, you're not the smartest banana in this bunch. I don't want to do this. Trade me. And with the number, and when Mr. Goodell gets booed, number 10 pick that the Jets have will go to San Francisco along with two or three more picks. Maybe one later, maybe the Jets' backup pick a little later on in the second round. And uh, Debo will be a Jet. And the Jets will have him and Elijah Moore on either end with a big stud offensive lineman to add to the guy who got hurt, big stud offensive lineman. And the Jets have a chance. Wow. And I'm a happy camper, and the Jets have a chance. And that's, uh, that's from this point of view, I'll tell you what, man, that's some, that's some serious deals right there. That's very good. And I think that would be the big drama Aside from which overrated quarterback is going to go off the board, um, just for the sake of Jet conversation, if uh, Mr. Wilson, the Jets' second-year quarterback, would have stayed in college, he'd be the number one pick in this draft. Mm. Hands down, the number one quarterback. And just for, to throw a little uh, salt on the wound, as it were, if Baker Mayfield was coming out, he'd be the number one quarterback number one pick and the number one quarterback coming out. Mm. So the hit or miss, the hit or miss on that front continues. And uh, from the wonderlick scores to the injuries, to the uncertainty, you know, teams that are going hunting and pecking, looking for quarterbacks in this draft, you know, all good luck to you. You're going to set your team back five years. It happens all the time. (laughs) But America, I have a question for Mr. Kielbasa, and I'd like to ask it right now, right now, Mr. Kielbasa. Sure. Do the Cleveland Browns own a first-round pick this year? The Cleveland Browns. Or did they trade them all away for their quarterback? I don't even know if we're going to be picking in the first round in the next decade. Oh, my. That many picks, huh? We gave it all away. We gave gave it all. We're putting all our chips on. A dude who we don't know how long he's going to be suspended, but once he gets back in, man, it's going to be rocket fire. Rocket he fire. And Amari Cooper, he and Amari Cooper, Mr. Watson and Mr. Kufa, are, you know, we'll have Sherlock Holmes references as, as we go on. The Cleveland Browns, just so for the edification, E-D-I-ification, America. Round two, 44th pick. Round three, 78th pick round three 99th pick you have a fourth round pick you have a sixth a seventh and a second seventh so you have guys coming in but the impact players that you're looking for you know are already in position is baker mayfield still in position is he at the uh the workouts with the guys 
this week in uh, lovely somewhere Ohio? I'm pretty sure he's not, but <laughs> that'd be funny if he showed up. Aren't guys like report? Aren't they, aren't they? Aren't they have like nine weeks of like activities coming up with these teams now? It's crazy how much they got to be there in the off season. The um, the the restructuring of the off season programs uh, boggles the mind, and uh, quite frankly, it's a waste of time to keep up with it. We're not playing. <laughs> We're not playing. And you know, we look at this time of year, of course, the draft and the arrest report becomes very important. <laughs> well, <laughs> um. You know, the police blotter is always something that uh, Michy, as a conscientious fantasy footballer and commissioner, I always look at the police blotter in the offseason. Sometimes it's, you know, aside from the early trades and player movement, um, which are going to impact everybody, um, I look at the police blotter. It's fascinating. Hmm. Brian Pringle, formerly of the Kansas City Chiefs, was arrested earlier this week. No driver's license, you know, doing 98 with the baby in the car. Hmm. Um, now a member of the Chicago Bears, quality free agent pickup, don't you think? Yeah, he's in big trouble. So you look for these things. So the depth of the quarterback, Justin Fields, somehow playing half a year was sacked over 70 times. They bring in Brian Pringle. He ain't going to help nobody, you know, so – you know, the give and take of the National Football League begins and ends with the draft. And it's fantastic. It's fantastic. I like They're going to have the red carpet, Mr. Kilbasa. They're going to have a red carpet with these knuckleheads parade now. <laughs> if you can't sense the disdain that Michigan has for this, <laughs> oh, I love it. America, America, there are 21 guys showing up who are going to be drafted. And the name image like this money from almost all of them is taking care of the cost of their suits. And it's going to be, it's, it's, it's going to be a show. And if you're my age, your daughters and or granddaughters are going to oogle at the handsome, you know, athletes on the stage. But maybe even you, Mr. Kabasa, might do a little oogling. I do not know. And it's just going to be one big production made for TV content. I mean, would you rather uh, just would you rather just open up the newspaper the next day and see like a black and white photo of somebody? I mean, what's wrong with having a little pomp and circumstance behind it? At the New York Hilton, Roger Goodell, Roger Goodell, hello, Pete Rozelle would stand up there with a cigarette lit, say, "Welcome to the 1974 NFL Draft." And the guys you'd be at the table with index cards. You know, the ABC, ESPN, ESPN2, ESPN Deportes are all covering this thing. My, my, to, to everyone's sad news, Nickelodeon will not be there doing a slime draft. And that, of course, uh, is a great disappointment to me. Can I tell you a fantasy football story that's going to be a media sensation? Sure. Speaking of Nickelodeon, they got the, they're uh, working on a new movie called Fantasy Football, where Johnny Kilbasa drafts a team and for the first time in 99 years wins a championship. No, no, that's not it. That's not it. In this movie, 
the, uh, the daughter of a pro football player controls her dad's touchdowns and receiving yards and rushing yards through her uh, EA Sports. It's in the game, Madden 2022. Ah. And it's in so fantasy football hitting the mainstream, people. You thought we just did this for fun. No. I mean, honestly, no. dude, I know these general managers, they dedicate their life to all this stuff. But in reality, you could take someone who plays Madden a hundred times a day and they could get it in the ballpark at the draft dude i mean there's so much information that we all have you know there's nothing i mean what what can they know besides one-on-one conversation i get it okay well if you gave you know joe schmo from the basement down the street the same one-on-one conversations i mean they can make a decision I know, I know. There's a lot of thing. I know there's a lot of positions like that where people are like, "Oh, I could do that." But seriously, NFL general manager, <laughs> I think I think a lot of people could do it. A lot of people, a lot of people, because there's so many people that just like that's their pastime. They pay attention to every possible piece of information they can get from the NFL. We have players in our league that do that strictly on a fantasy football basis. Yeah. And the people who are listening are probably doing the same thing or know people like that. Otherwise known as like our, our boring friends. But uh, I'll tell you what, that's the recipe for overthinking. And the joke is, what are you going to draft by Madden ratings in uh, 2022? We have a friend named Hexy. Hexy, how you be, brother? Hexy, you draft him by Madden ratings again this year? That's the straight line. And he'll look at you and say, probably. And he'll be in the top half of the league. And if someone doesn't get hurt, he's in competition for a championship. It gets you in the ballpark. It gets you in the ballpark. Speaking of ballparks, you see our boy Jimmy O'Shaughnessy is now a member of the Chicago Bears. Hey, Jimmy. So happy. I'm so happy. Brother, you know, Cousin Jimmy's got nine years in the National Football League. Fantasy football-wise, one week every three years you want him. But he's a friend of the program and friends of uh, both Mr. Kabasa and myself. And I just needed to give you that player personnel. Well, you know, Jimmy came home. He got hurt last year. And I was talking to his mother. And she told me that his brother went down to see him. And Jimmy was just, he was just beside himself. He didn't know what he was going to do. He didn't know where he was going to go, and then all of a sudden he said, Mom, I'm going to Chicago. I'm going to be a bear. So Jimmy's going to be a bear. I don't know if I could buy a bear's uniform or a bear's <laughs> jersey for Jimmy, but, you know, maybe I'll buy one, a James O'Shaughnessy jersey, but I'll have my Patriots jersey on underneath it just because it's closer to my hat. But I'm really happy for Jamie O'Shaughnessy. Wow, caller. I don't know how you got through so easily, but I'm really happy for your enthusiasm shared. Mr. Kilbasa, you didn't tell me there were going to be callers today. (laughs) Man, where's the call screen? You're giving us a heads up. How about that, O'Shaughnessy? And fans up. Love hearing. We love Jimmy O'Shaughnessy. We love love Jim O'Shaughnessy. Obviously, they know the family like we do. I'm surprised they didn't make some personal aspersions, but they must have been happy. You know, wearing their Patriot shirt. Oh, my goodness. So you're in Las Vegas for the draft, Mr. Kilbasa, okay? Sure. You're in, you're in Las Vegas for the draft. 
It's free. You have to sign up with an app. Of course, NFL.com has all your personal information to begin with. So they'll send you a pass. You can queue up at noon to watch the draft at 6 o'clock, but there'll be all kinds of events and all kinds of things, punt pass and kick sort of things going on in reality and virtual reality. And you're there now, no beverages, no nothing. You got to be in the sun in Las Vegas in April. Tell me, tell me really, were you going to the draft? Or are you going to be poolside? Well, if you were in Vegas this weekend. The good thing about Vegas is you got t- plenty of time to do all that stuff. You could wake up early, get your pool time in, go drop a couple bets. You know, how many offensive linemen are going to go in the first round prop bet? <laughs> plus, plus seven. Plus. <laughs> it's plus seven. I looked. <laughs> is it? It's, it you think that they're, yeah. gonna, they're, it's, they're saying the over is over seven? They're saying, it's gonna, okay, so we got a lot of O-linemen going in the first round, which is funny. So, yeah, you go there, you stop in, you, you get your bets down, you go have a nice lunch, you get your go get your gummies, and then head up. And I, and I think you can And mosey on over. Yeah, I mean, what you want to do is you, you don't want to – you want to get there 15 minutes before it starts and leave right after the first round, and you're good. So, so you're in the back. You're not in the front with the people on TV. You're not trying to get on TV. You're just in the building, yada, yada, yada. You cheer on your team. You boo Roger Goodell. You make make plans for later on that evening, and then there you go. Are you wearing a team jersey at this point? Do you have the Jim Brown on, Cleveland Brown uh, in white, as you represent yourself at the draft in 2022? Yes or no? If I'm in Vegas, it depends if I'm going – if I'm going to go – if I'll be able to go back to the hotel room – before I go out, I will do a jersey. But if not, I'll just do something subtle. Maybe just a hat. Or maybe just sweatbands. Yeah, of some Euro soccer team, I'm sure. No, from Cleveland Browns. I mean, for the draft, it'd be the oh, Cleveland okay. Browns sweatbands. If it was Saturday oh, okay. afternoon, it'd be Burnley Football Club. We're staying up, oh, by the way. We're fucking staying up, God damn it. No, rele- no relegation for Burnley? Well, let's hope. They got a big win this weekend, and we're officially out of the relegation zone. And Everton is in. <laughs> That's but we've got some games to I'm play. At- America, that's Mr. Cabasa's happy place. Just so everyone knows, send your cards and letters to Johnny Cabasa rocks at happy place. Happy somewhere, place. <laughs> happy place, happy place. Oh my goodness! So how about Tariq Hill going to uh, Miami Dolphins, and how about Devontae Adams going to the Raiders, Mr. Cabasa? Those are huge fantasy impact on each guy. Give me your opinion. Fantasy impact? I think Tariq Hill is Correct. going to get the ball as much as he wants to. He might score a little less, but he is going to get as many targets as he wants. Devontae is just going to go deep, and David. hopefully David Carr can get him the ball. I'm saying, okay, I'm going to say uh, the, the reduction will be less for Tariq Hill than it will be for Devontae. All right, for uh, dinner... Be, for the afternoon lunch before we go to the draft Thursday, which is a little later today, I think. This is going out. Who's going to score more touchdowns? I'm saying Devontae Adams is going to score more touchdowns in 2022. He will have more fantasy points than Tariq Hill in 2022. Will you take that wager for $200 in yeah. chips at the Bellagio? Yes. Okay, so you got Tariq Hill. I'm saying Devontae Adams is going to throw more touchdowns. 
Will the Miami Dolphins and Tua Tagovailoa have enough to say Tua is now a 30 to 35 touchdown um, passer in 2022? Is Tua going to be a top five fantasy quarterback if he throws 35 touchdowns this year? The answer is yes. (laughs) But will he is the question I ask you and everyone else. All right. Well, what else do we got? What else has he got on his team? He's got Chase Edmonds. He's got Jalen Waddle. He's got Jalen Waddle, the rookie of the year. Um, I believe he was the rookie of the year. If not, he was number two. He's got your boy Mike Gesicki. Yeah. And he's got a smorgasbord of new running backs. Miles Don't ask Gask- me to spell it. Miles Gaskin, uh, Raheem Mostert, something like that. Mm-hmm. The guys, the guys that can come in, catch the ball out of the backfield, and get you first down. So it's on Tua. America, Mr. Kibasa, what I'm saying is Tua, as a fantasy quarterback, should be on your radar. Both wide receivers, certainly. But uh, if this works out in Miami, Tua is Tua's going to be a top three guy. And no one's going to take him at least that early until they listen to this program and start wising up, Mr. Kibasa. Of course. And, and – Conversely, yours truly has already made his guaranteed statements. And now, may I share with the, the Sausage Hut Nation? Yes, I may. Thank you. You're welcome. The Las Vegas Raiders are the team to beat in 2022, not just in the AFC West, not just in the AFC, in the National Football League. The addition of Devontae Adams will make the Raiders a dynamic offense and each of their skill players best be on your fantasy radar pass up this guy pass up that guy get your players david carr and tua kagalavaloa thank you very much will drive your fantasy engine and you get them cheaper than you could ever imagine first time in fantasy football in 15 years i've said anything like this so Take your crayons out, people. And you Take know what? And out. you know what the Raiders and the Dolphins both have in common. What's that? First round pick, neither of them. Second round pick, neither of them. They ain't doing shit tomorrow. Yeah, and Super Friday. Bowl champions. Super Bowl champions uh, showed that formula a little while ago. Yeah. Don't need them. They got their number you know, one guys. Which is why we say Debo to the Jets. Go ahead, give it to him. Make Shanahan the smartest guy in the group. Go ahead. No question. No question. So your uh, Cleveland Brown program, I need some updates, Mr. Kibasa. Specifically, the status on Deshaun, status on Mr. Watson, and any updates you can offer. No. And an opinion, and an opinion on his potential suspension. It, it, it this it, <laughs> I don't know, man. I think there's there won't be anything criminal, right? We've got past the criminal part of it. Then he's just going to have to do some settlements, and then it'll depend on you know, if Roger Goodell got laid at some point, or if he was feeling sassy, which sucks. It sucks having this hanging over your head. They're probably going to wait until goddamn training camp starts and say, "Oh, you're out for eight games." I don't know, man. I mean, this is totally it's totally subjective, you know. It's not, there's no, there's nothing objective about it. 
It's like, well, well you're not, you didn't get any, you, you're not, you're not convicted of anything, but you know, we, you made us look bad. So we're just going to, I'm going to suspend you for however long I want. Is that not what the Houston Texans did already to him last year? Has he not paid his, uh, paid his, as they say in the, in the churches, his penance? His time served. By not being, his time served, or as they say in the penitentiary system, pick one, church or penitentiary. And he, the Texans made that decision already. To, for Roger Goodell to say, I'm going to double bang you, I think would be the wrong thing to do. Again, I'm not a lawyer. I was a guest lawyer on TV a few times. I have stayed in a Hotel Six. But Mr. Goodell, my client, Mr. Watson, has already served a year suspension. We think it's not in, in anyone's best interest for you to throw a second layer of penalties upon our client. And I'll tell you what, the day before that happens, I'm putting $100 on the Cleveland Browns to win the Super Bowl. Well, the odds are going to go down. I, I, I would do it right now before they made that decision because the odds are going to go down. Well, we have a while before Mr. Goodell, uh, you know, dangles in the wind. He has to put his showtime on. And uh, the league has to put its content on. And when it's all said and done, they'll get back to league business. Like, and if he if, I, he's, if he's just the mouthpiece of owners, I'm sure that all the owners in the, the league want to screw Cleveland because of the guaranteed contract situation that they're going to have to deal with now. And but well, uh, you know, and it's uh, if they suspend him for eight games, we could be we could be two and six after eight games, and then what? You know, fight for our playoff lives when Deshaun finally comes back because Jacoby Brissett ain't going to fucking win shit. Sorry. Well, we know that we know the Steelers will never quite be out of it, but they're kind of out of it. We know that the Baltimore Ravens have some issues, and we know that the Cincinnati Bengals barely uh, they they were on a good run, but they still have some problems. So the Cleveland Browns will be in the mix. They and some problems again, they won the AFC. They got problems. They were on a nice streak. They got problems. Mr. Chase is fantastic. The guy on the other side, number eight five, is fantastic. The running back had a great year, number four in fantasy football, Mr. Mixon. But I'm sorry, Cincinnati. You know, you can go get yourself some skyline chili, and you guys are going to scuffle to be in second place this year because it's <laughs> the year of the Cleveland Browns. Yep, it's the year of the Cleveland Browns. Once bitten, twice shy, dude. I'll listen to that. I'll send that mix. I'll take a little clip. I'll send it to Mr. Goodell. And say, look, man, you can't do double indemnity. Let's go. And the Great football movie. gods. Rest in peace, William Hurt. There you go. And the football gods will say, Mr. Goodell, you've done the right thing. Because he's already spent his time. No need, to, no, need to, no need to bang somebody twice. It's not professional. We'll see. I mean, he wasn't That's officially suspended. Think- he wasn't officially suspended last year, was he? He didn't. He they just was didn't allowed plan. to show up at the. He was allowed to show up to the facility. Punishment enough. I'll make another wager for you, Mister Cabasa, for the next time we go to a casino. Sure. Two hundred fifty dollars for two hundred fifty chips in any casino you want in the United States. The Deshaun Watson case will be no case, and he will be the starter in Week One. I say yes. What do you say? 
Mm, no. Yeah, I'll definitely. All right. So two rounds. We have two wages at the start of draft night. I can't talk about suit color. I can't talk about stylings that the guys are going to wear. I can't talk about any of those things for the red carpet. The wide receivers are a crapshoot. Everyone thinks they're going to get a guy like Jefferson in Minnesota or another stud. Uh, Debo Debo doesn't like his contract. He's not getting paid. A.B. Brown is not getting paid. He doesn't like his contract. There's a name that may uh, surprise people on the uh, the pre-draft trade that no one's talking about, Mr. Brown in, in Tennessee. And uh, these smart guys who run the NFL teams are thinking they can catch lightning in a bottle every year with these wide receivers. Uh, and they're sadly mistaken. Sadly mistaken. These guys are all getting paid. Pay the guys. Pay the guys. And win some damn football games. That's what I think, Mr. Kibasa. And go. help me win my fantasy football league. 2022 style. That's what we're here to do. Help me defend my crown. Help you not try to shoot yourself in the foot like you've been doing at every damn draft that you've had never, for the last three never, years. Never. Injuries killed me. Injuries are killing me. Come on. I, I didn't mean, I, didn't, like I wasn't talking world. about you. I was talking about the royal you. Mishy always knows what he's doing. He, he's, you know. Come on. Come on now. Come on now. There's, uh, in terms of the draft, there's two guys, um, two running backs that people want to talk about. One from Iowa State, whose name right now um, I'll remember it in a minute. And there's a kid from Michigan State. Um, the kid from Michigan State, if he goes to the right place, will be better than Najee Harris, Mr. Kilbasa. Make a note of it. And the kid in Iowa might take a little while, but he has a... He has a little Austin Eckler in him. Not so much McCaffrey, more Eckler-ish. And uh, questions, there's a lot of questions, but those two guys are the running backs in the draft. If given the right opportunity, you know, they'll they'll do some nice things beyond your draft board. Um, if you look to find the next Elijah Mitchell, what Michigan is the boss to do, find out who went where later. Don't need to know the sixth, seventh, eighth guys. <laughs> what we need to know is mystery relevant. And is his name going to be as important as Ryan Sucker, the all time mystery relevant? That's all we need to know. That's all. The wide receivers, you got guys from Ohio State making headlines. You got guys from Alabama making positive headlines coming out of college. And their NILs are already made. These guys got enough money. What do they want to do? Who's going to have the heart to be a pro football player? That's the, what we're going to find coming out of the 2022 draft. And if the draft is like anything else, it'll be like bullshit TV. And uh, most of the guys are not going to be in the league in six years. Hey, you see the size of that UPS uh, delivery driver? Yeah, yeah. He drafted by Kansas City in the fourth <laughs> round. All right, Michigan. 2014. Let's say, uh, hey, you got some time to take some phone calls? Sure, let's take another one. All I'm right. glad we got the setup set up. I'm Johnny Kobasa. Johnny Kobasa on Twitter. Johnny Kobasa rocks on Instagram. 
And hey, go back and listen to 600 episodes of the Sausage Up podcast. You want video game play-by-play? You got it. You want fantasy football? You got it. You want Game of Thrones? You got it. You want uh, Cyberpunk 2077 commentary? You got it. You want Pudding Masters? You got it. You want straight-up jamming-out music mini-symphonies? You got it. Where else can you find that? Nowhere, especially on the radio. <laughs> in the hut, baby. In the hut. Only in the hut. So let's go. We're going to open up the hotline for Michi and see what we got going on here. Uh, yeah, caller, go ahead. Uh, or wait, who is this? I always forget to ask him who they are, Mitchie. Let's see. Uh, yeah, this is uh, Tony from Plum, Ohio. Hey, Tony, how's it going? Oh, man, it's going pretty good, dude. How are you? Oh, yeah, man, I'm good. We're just chilling out. How did you get this number, by the way? Oh, I just found it on your Instagram, man. That's cool. Oh, okay, sweet. All right, what's your question for Mishy? Uh, yeah, uh, Mishy. So I'm wondering what do you think is going to happen to Baker Mayfield and if he's going to get moved this weekend? Oh, there you go, Mishy. Baker Mayfield, is he going to get moved? And if so, where? Baker Mayfield will not be moved until Roger Goodell comes to his senses and Mr. Watson is no long or no longer under any cloud of not playing. Baker Mayfield may be the absolute best backup quarterback available to the Cleveland Browns if something happens to Mr. Watson. What I'm saying is I think Baker's going to have to suck it up, be a man, and stay part of the program unless Watson is cleared and then he can go unless a high-end quarterback gets hurt and someone's in desperate need. Baker Mayfield's screwed. They can show his in, they can show his insurance commercials. They can show his wife. They can show his statue in Oklahoma. He's under contract with the Cleveland Browns, and I don't think he's going anywhere until resolution of Mr. Watson is is on the table. All right. What do you think about that? What do you think about that, Tony? Uh, yeah, well, I don't think you're right. I think you're wrong. But, you know, man, hey, I just wanted to ask. I see what you thought. I respect your opinion. You helped me win my uh, fantasy football league last year, so thanks. Tony, for where's he going to go? Tony, where's he going to go? What do you see? You're uh, in Ohio, man. What do you see? I don't think there's any chance of him sticking around, man. I mean, he's, he'll be butthurt the whole time. He ain't going to do nothing. They, they, they pretty much <laughs> cut his balls off, man. You know what I'm saying? They cut his balls off. But anyway, He's man, a I professional gotta... football player. He's a professional. Where do you see him? going um, where can baker strive and survive i mean maybe carolina maybe i mean if they wave him he could just go straight to pittsburgh they take him in a second well there's an idea so is there any chance of a draft day trade in your uh, mind with the steelers and uh, the cleveland browns that'll never happen oh no they, never happen. they could trade them they could do there could be a draft day trade for sure but uh it ain't going to be with the steelers but if they do end up releasing him he could go straight to the steelers like uh, joe hayden did you know what i'm saying yeah, indeed, the great Joe Hayden. Yeah. Appreciate that call out. All right. Thanks, Tony. Yeah, Appreciate well, th- you. Thanks for the call. All right, let's go back to, uh, let's see here. I got a, another call we can have coming up here if I know what buttons to push. Uh, Press the button, Mr. Cabasa. Uh, hello, this is Melvin from Brooklyn, New York. Hello, Melvin. Melvin. How are you doing? Uh, good. You know, I've been a Jets fan for a long time now, and I'm just wondering, Michi, if Michi, I like Michi's idea about getting an offensive lineman up front here and then going and getting Debo. But, uh, Michi, if you're going to get an offensive lineman in number four, which offensive lineman do you think? You want the kid from New, uh, NC State? You want the kid from Alabama? You want the kid from Mississippi State? Which one do you think? And think 
call. And thank you for your call. You know. Melvin? There is Melvin. You see, Melvin should stay in the line because we actually know Melvin. He's a good I'm, man. I'm still here. Now, don't tell him you know me. You don't know me. Salami and cheese for lunch today, Melvin. Yes or no? Uh, uh, it's not kosher. Yes or no? It's not kosher. Don't tell my mom. It's, it's not Passover. It's okay. Now, I think I think they I think they're going to jump. They're going to take they're going to take if they take Charles Cross from Mississippi State, they made a great pick. If they take Awakawono, I'm going to laugh because that name I, I can't say it. EK1U. EK McWonu. Now say it now now now. EK McWonu. Let the call let the caller say it, Mr. Kobas. I want to hear it with the accent. Larry Ikwonu. <laughs> I just call him Larry. That's what I say. Nice. I call him Larry. So he's 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 a big fellow. Um, and I think I believe he went to North Carolina State. And I'll tell you what, one, either of those two fellows would be my choice. I don't think they'll be gone. I think they'll be available. And. Uh, you know, the number one guy on the board is Mr. Neal from Alabama, and he's not going to be there. The Jaguars need to protect Mr. Trevor Lawrence, and that's what they're going to do. Well, they could, I appreciate they that. Take, they've definitely taken an offensive lineman at one. They could definitely take an offensive lineman at three, but that would then who's that going to leave you with? I mean, then are you going to go defense at that point? I would hate for them to just go and edge rush. We don't. Who cares about defense at this point? We got to put. Well, the, on the head board. coach. Now the head coach is a defensive guy. Now, how much pull does he have to get? If they, if he says to the, if he says to the Jets scouting team, this guy's the next Lawrence Taylor. I have to have them. Would you take that as a Jet fan? Yes or no? It, 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 is somebody from Oregon really going to be the next Lawrence Taylor? And and fuck Lawrence I agree Taylor with anyway. You. I'm a Jet. I agree so with you. So, Missy, what do you do? What do you do if these two? Offensive lineman come off the board at one and three. What are you going to do? You're still going to take. Uh, you're going to take the kid from. Uh, what are you going to go? You got to go farther down the line for an offensive lineman. And then what do you do? I mean, do you trust? Them? And then you take them. And and then you put your prop bet in for plus seven O lineman going in the first round. And the Jets have to. As a Jet fan, they have to give Zach Wilson a chance to survive. They have to. I don't care if it's a defensive coach. I hope that the coach of the Jets feels that way. I hope Jet fans feel that way. But And you as a Jet fan, we seem to agree with each other. That never happens, Mr. Kibasa, just so you know. I guess so. Well, thank you very much, Mitchie. I appreciate you. And uh, whatever, did you, did you, it sounded like you just uh, stuck somebody's head under the water. I'm not going to ask any questions about that, but I'll, uh, I'll see you later. Thank you very much. And thank you, you Melvin. <laughs> Oh, Melvin. Head underwater trick, Melvin. Please. Ah! Jet fans. Those they want to put their head underwater. Everybody knows. Everybody knows what needs to be. All the Jets fans know. And they, they all have. You get 10,000 Jets fans. They're going to have 10,000 different ideas. But they're all 100% confident in what should be going on, right? J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. It's the one thing Melvin and I did not share. I've been to plenty of jet games when Fireman Ed gets up and goes, J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 and I just want to throw a paper airplane at him. <laughs> and I'm sure you have.
No, no, we do no no throwing of things. No throwing of things in sports games. It's reasons to get booted, and I don't need that. Tickets are too expensive. Fair enough. Hi, <laughs> I mean, you know, when I was a kid, hey dad, come and get me. Where are you? I'm in the jet jail. My son, you're on your own. I ain't driving to Shea Stadium. You're on your own. I ain't driving to Meadowlands. You're on your own. I'm in jet jail. Did they have? Did they actually have a cell there? There's holding cells in every arena. Oh, in every stadium. There's some notorious ones too. But uh, yeah, you can't. There's fights. Um, we all saw the the terrible behavior all last year, and we see it across various sports. Fans are brawling. These people still in comas from the Dodgers winning a World Series last year. The fandom, um, fantasy football, uh, gamblers, the whole nine, people get emotional. You put enough alcohol into it. And generally, that's the formula. So, you know, the knuckleheads on parade. So, no, we do not throw any projectiles of any kind when we're in the arena. We have a pretty good time. <laughs> J-E-T is just, just, just. And beer doesn't count as a projectile, right? This if it's going on a guy in front of you, no. If you just happen to spill it and the person in front of you, no, it doesn't count. That doesn't count. Okay. No. No, that happens all the time. You you know, you expect to get some, you expect to give some. Even in a jet game. <laughs> so what are you what are you thinking about in round round two? Uh, what are you gonna do? You're gonna you're trading the you're getting rid of the the are your round two trades part of your Debo Samuel deal? If the Jets, in my opinion, if the Jets take the O-lineman and they would happen to get the wide receiver, Debo, and if they surprise the world and get Brown from Tennessee, um, I want them to be aggressive in that at that point. And my rationale, the coach would be, all right, coach, you got us the toys we need. Let's see what kind of defensive players you need and go get them. Go get a defensive back. Go get another defensive back. Go get another defensive back. As many as you can get. Because that's what the Jets really need. Who's your your running back? Uh, Depends who you talk to. Michael Carter is the main guy. Rookie last year. Okay. And he got banged up. Um, He was about week 14, week 15. He won people fantasy football games. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. But um, no, I, yeah, I can't see the Jets putting any stock in those two running backs we mentioned in the second round. I can't see it. My question to you is, will a running back be taken in the first round, Mr. Kibasa, in 2022? Yes or no? For 250 more uh, chips at your favorite casino. And this, so that would mean... That everybody thinks that these none of these guys are first round talent. So well, that means no. The driving trend says everyone's in a timeshare, so we need other guys. So it's it, it has. Uh, I don't think it's happened in a little while, but it's been the trend for near a decade. So yes or no, Mister Cabasa, will a running back be taken in the first round? If you need a running back and you don't think that the, 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 any one of these guys who I've, you know, I haven't really heard of any of Isaiah Spiller. Is that CJ Spiller's uh, brother? 
is um, um somehow that sounds like i watched two minutes of college football i, I would say yes and he runs a four six <laughs> that's that's yeah, really done. slow um he's done uh Bree, okay so the guy from iowa state Brees hall he runs a four three nine six one and he's a four down guy he's a four four down guy i can see him going somewhere um good like if you're i'll tell you what yeah i could tell you what uh the good teams at the end of round one who don't really need all that like what about kansas city they could probably use a running back what about well, they uh, got Hilaire from last year their uh, their first round pick yeah but you know he wasn't around the whole season he missed they a lot got of time. rid of they got rid of Tariq Hill Travis Kelsey is a year older no Kansas City's not going you know it's not going to be Bryce Hall it's not going to be Mr. Spiller it's not going to be Mr. Walker but I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. There's some teams um, that that are going to need some running backs, but it's not the it's not the priority either of those three guys. It really isn't. Dude, the Chiefs um, have picked 29 and 30. The Packers pick at 28. The Bucks pick at 27. The Titans pick at 26. I mean, I'm assuming uh, Big Daddy's going to be back in Tennessee. The Bills yes, don't have Mr. a running Henry. back, do they? Mister see. When we opened this, I made my uh, references to the quarterback in Buffalo. Mr. Singletary was so nice at the end of the last year. And the Bills are on such a precipice of uh, greatness. They still lost six games last year. And if that quarterback gets hurt, they're average. So, yes, I can see Buffalo picking up, probably picking up Mr. Walker, who's, a, who's more the power back. And he'll be a nice fit in Buffalo. Then, you know, but that's a timeshare with Mr. Singletary. But there's nothing but timeshares these days, unless you're in Pittsburgh. Right. Unless you're in Pittsburgh, you know, you're a Cleveland Brown fan. You suffer through that. You know, we we love Kareem Hunt. You know, we like Mr. Love Mr. Chubb. But you know, Mr. Chubb was the number seven running back in fantasy football last year. They didn't, and they, that's yeah. not good. He could have been and, number and one if they would have given him more carries. But, and hey, it's not good enough. You're right. It's not good what, enough. You know it would be great if the Cowboys said, we're going to light a fire under Zeke. We're going to go running back in the first round. Pull old Jamal Lewis or Jamal Anderson when the, when, the, um, when the Falcons were awesome about 20 years ago and they had Jamal Anderson. Is that his name? I think it was Jamal Anderson was like he was at the – he was – broadcasting with the team at the draft <laughs> and he's like oh okay okay here's your team jamal well, what do you think they're gonna do he's like oh we, we need a wide receiver or something like that and then they picked a running back in the first round and he started sweating and he was like oh uh um uh uh <laughs> yep yep absolutely um i want to uh I, w- I want to enjoy like these guys coming in but i can see where the support players early on will help us build our fantasy football team. Maybe keep our guys a little healthier. Um, Got to watch where the wide receivers go. Green Bay doesn't take a wide receiver. There's something wrong. And they haven't taken a wide receiver. Devontae Adams was taken in the second round six, seven, five, six years ago. And they got to replace him. 
and he's now in, reunited with David Carr with the Raiders, and they're going to be like the combo to find in fantasy football. I've said it twice on this program. I must mean it, Mr. Kielbasa. Mm. What do you think about that? That's great. So do you think any other any other trades that might involve somebody we're not expecting besides Baker Mayfield going to Carolina for an eighth-round pick? <laughs> yeah, um, the speculation is worthwhile. Um, and Debo's going, to, Debo's going to New York. Debo's going. Uh, going. AB Brown is AB Brown is a long shot. The second uh, uh, guy still available. Now that Tariq Hill's gone. Now that Devontae Adams is on another team, um, there are opportunities depending on the situation. This year's draft for fantasy football. I am going to pay attention who goes where. And, you know, as part of my happy scouting every five minutes, so, you know, let's say five minutes a day, I'll start sorting this out as the springtime becomes summer, and we'll do another show. We'll be a little more solid. We'll have names, places after the draft, projections, and then we start thinking about our fantasy football teams, start thinking about our fantasy football leagues. That's what I'm talking about, Mr. Kabasa. But in the meantime... We've got a hopefully a nice long summer ahead of us, and spring is taking its good old time to rear its beautiful hair laden head. And until it's nice then, where I am, that's it's always nice. We're on the beach where Mishy is, that's for sure. So let's leave that till then. And Mishy, thanks as always for being here and the spring training. Draft day spectacular. Appreciate the phone calls, Mr. Kielbasa. We help people win a couple championships in 2021. We'll do the same for you in 2022, America. Keep those cards and letters coming. And where can they find you, Mr. Kielbasa? uh, Johnny Kielbasa on Twitter. Johnny Kielbasa rocks on Instagram. JohnnyKielbasa.com for all your cooking needs, everybody. And there you go. Enjoy the... Enjoy the Weezer concert uh, draft night, people. Enjoy the Weezer concert. <laughs> Enjoy the Weezer concert. Oh, my God. They got a new album out. Ice, Ice Cube is playing the second night. And some guy named Marshmello, a DJ, is playing after uh, the final round. And uh, someone asked me, who is this Marshmello? And I said, I think it's the guy from Anchorman, Mr. Kabasa. I hope he takes his Marshmello off his head. And he, and he shows the world who he is. That'd be a great way to end day three of the draft. <laughs> Let's okay. hope everybody has a good time because that's what it's all about. That's right. Fantasy football ferocity. We get you coming and going on the draft night spectacular. Rounds one and two and three and four. And who cares what happens after that? But Thursday nights when it's starting in uh, Las Vegas, enjoy the pomp and circumstance. Don't hate the player, everybody. Hate the game. Hate the clothes. There you go. We'll see you sometime. Got a, hopefully you got some more content. I think I'm going to get out of this funk and start getting some more content coming at you. We'll see what we can do. See you later, everybody. <laughs> Do, <laughs> do,